I can't projects. Stop so we're talking about like becoming location independent, Jay. This was before I was location independent, theballboys.com. But that is not I got that that thing when you can't stop laughing and then the tears start coming and <laughs> a giggling fit? Yeah. I, I, that thing? I got I think... one of those. Jay, start the timer. Welcome to Location Indie Podcast, a behind-the-scenes, unfiltered, no-holds-barred look at the realities of the location-independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Trav, and I've driven baseballs around Europe, but I've never driven them in a Meow Mix mobile. I'm Jason. I have shagged fly balls for the baseball team when I was at detention for my Spanish class. And you're listening to the Location Indie Podcast. We're all about the travel, the travel. Maybe there was a subliminal. We're all about the travel, the freedom, the lifestyle. You can learn more at locationindie.com. And we got some exciting stuff coming your way today. Well, first, Trav, this baseball thing ties in, of course. All of Of our little shenanigans at the beginning tie into this episode. I I always try to make them tie in. It's it's somewhat themed, even if it is a very tangentially themed little quip. (laughs) Well, that's true. And uh, before we get too far into it, I wanted to let everybody know that next week, at the time that this drops, this is dropping the week before we open Location Indie again. So if you have not gotten on the email list, locationindie.com. If you want to get on and pick up our side hustle guide, you can go to locationindie.com slash side. That's another place to go. Either way, get on our email list because you're going to get a reminder that the community is open. So if you listen to the podcast and you know, hey, this is a community that's changed people's lives, that's helped them go from, you know, being in a regular job or being stuck at home, living the lifestyle that you don't want to live to basically opening yourself up to be location independent, travel the world, own your time, do that triangle of freedom thing that we always talk about on the show. We're open. We're going to be open next week. That's right. I'll give you the date just in case you're listening there and you're like, well, what, what is the date? September 23rd through September 27th, 2019 Location Indie will be open for one of the first times in 2019 to the general public. So check that out. Um, we are also running a workshop. So I'm going to give you one more link to, to think about here. We are also running a workshop, and that's what today's theme is about, this non-linear lifestyle. We're going to be running a workshop that's going to discuss how you can start down this path of location independence. Um, if you want to join that, that will be on Monday, September 23rd at 1 p.m. Eastern. You can go to locationindie.com slash workshop. And in fact, we are running monthly workshops. So even if you're listening to this later, there will be new workshops coming out all the time. So if you ever want to join us live, locationindie.com slash workshop, you can see what workshop is coming up that month. And you can come hang out with us live during those free, totally free workshops so jay and one more link. thinking no i'm just kidding <laughs> one more one more link one more 
Uh, just one more link. MLB.com, the best link for baseball. ESPN.com, the link for all your sports news. By the um, way, since we're giving out dates, usually our content's you know pretty evergreen, I would say. We talk about a lot of themes that apply anytime in the location-dependent lifestyle. But since we threw out a couple dates, just a quick shout-out to the Philadelphia Eagles, our home team, our football team, for, for their big win. Their opening season win. Sorry, had to get that out there. All the Cowboys fans just like turned off the podcast. They're like, screw these guys. That's right. All you Cowboy fans. Um, so here we go. We're talking about nonlinear lifestyles. And the reason we're talking about this is because, Jay, what I've seen happen and what you've seen happen, well, I should say what we have seen happen when people decide that they want this lifestyle is a ton of analysis paralysis. And the biggest obstacle is almost for every single person is getting started is this idea of like i don't know what idea to pick i have too many ideas i don't know which one to pick or i don't have any ideas or any ideas that i think are going to work so how do i figure out what idea is going to work oh my gosh people are already doing this so does that mean that i should even start it all this kind of stuff so you you get in this crazy mindset of just overthinking and not doing and that's what we're going to talk about in this workshop of how, how to get past that, how to pick your idea, how to validate it, see if people will pay you for it, and how to find your first customer. So we're going to take you down that path on the workshop. As I was making the workshop today, it led me down a path of Facebook, which in some cases usually isn't a good path, but in this case it was because I was looking for a very specific picture. And that picture is me on the very last day of school when I was a teacher, this was the, I, I didn't know this would be the last day that I ever taught, um, at this specific school, but it was, and it's a very funny picture of me and my buddy, both with mustaches and these big glasses pretending we're like hall cops and stuff. But anyway, I started then writing out my progression because I was, I was telling people the, the whole theme of this was you can't be afraid to start. And I think a lot of people are afraid to start because they think that they have to make the right decision. And that decision is then going to lead them, you know, down the rest of their life. Like, oh, I'm making this huge decision today of what I'm going to do to become location independent, but it better be the right one because 10 years from now, I don't want to regret that decision. And I was sitting there thinking, man, that's what I used to think. But if I looked at myself 10 years ago as a teacher, I started looking at all the things that I have done since then, every little step that then led me to where I was. And if I hadn't taken any of those little steps, Jay, I never would have gotten here. But it's not linear at all. And so I want to talk about my journey, and I want you to talk about your journey to give people concrete examples of the crazy things that you might do that then morph into something totally different. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt that. I mean, this another thing we can drag into this conversation is how everything has value, right? Even if you don't see the value in it at the time, or even if you don't think, "How is this going to help me be location independent?" But you learn all every step of the way. You you're learning new things. You're meeting new people. Now, certainly, I think it helps when you insert yourself into a world that you want to be a part of, right? So when we wanted to get involved with you know, travel blogging or like being around other people that were doing online business type stuff so we could become location independent and learn from them. We went to a conference where we could meet those people. We started getting around those people. And that's why we started the community because that's a huge part of it. You have to get in those circles. If you get into those circles, you have a better chance of kind of 
going down that path and making things happen for you, of course. But that doesn't mean that the things that you've done in the past that are outside of those circles don't have a ton of value. And certainly just getting started with anything, like you said, I mean, you ticked them all off right in the beginning, Trav. I mean, it was like my brain was buzzing. You're like, don't have too many ideas, can't pick one. Like all these things, I've been through them all personally. You know, I remember being stuck in the in the quicksand or the quagmire or whatever you want to call it, not sure what things I should take action on, not sure if I should even take action at all. Um, but even though I know I wanted to change my life and do something different and just kind of doubting if any of it was going to work and if any of it was worth my time, because that was the hard part. Like our, we value our time so much. So for my one of my big hangups back in the day, Trav, was not wanting to pick the wrong thing because I didn't want to waste my time doing something that didn't work. But when I started doing things, and they didn't work, by the way, but when I started doing things and they didn't work, it still felt great. And I also learned a bunch. And they were necessary steps, right? So I had a blog way back in the day that didn't work. I thought it would be cool to like make the sticker and try to sell it for charity. So I spent like 500 bucks on these stickers. It didn't work. You know, like I, I did these things and they didn't work, but like... I was getting energy because I was like putting things out there and getting things online and nonlinear, you betcha, because it has nothing to do with what I was doing now, but they were necessary steps for me. I want us to be really, really specific. So like when you say I started a blog and it didn't work and I started stickers and it didn't work, this is exactly what I want to pinpoint in today's show to have fun with it and for entertainment value, but also to realize that just because you have a goofy idea and you try it and it doesn't work doesn't, as you mentioned, doesn't mean it will lead to other stuff. Also, doesn't mean it has to be perfect. Again, that's the whole thing is you just said, you know, I just was going to do these stickers and whatever the reasoning was, like you had enough motivation to do it. But if you had sat there and said, oh my gosh, I'm going to, like if I do these stickers, it doesn't work, I'm done for, you probably would have thought so hard about it that you never would have done it. But you just said, you know, I'm going to go for it. And I think one of the things that I've learned without even realizing it is the more stuff I do, the less afraid I am to try new things because I know that I've done a lot that hasn't worked and I know that I've done a lot that has. And so you're just saying, well, whatever. I have a good feeling about it or I'm enjoying this. I'm going to go for it. So let me start my little journey and then you can jump in your little journey. So we'll kind of take I want to tell you the sticker story because it's funny and it also ties in with a quote. Go for it. Yeah. All right. You start your journey. Well, this isn't really part. uh, This isn't my journey. This is just one thing that I did. But well, right, is, give us a that that is the journey, this right? Is give funny. Us a bunch well, yeah, of this is kind of funny yeah. because you have never heard this story, but Apple fanboys or fangirls out there, when Steve Jobs died, it was kind of sad and unexpected, and he was he was relatively young, right? I wanted to bring Steve Jobs up because he was the genesis for this sticker because I thought, I don't know why, I got this idea in my head. I was like, oh, wouldn't this be cool? There's all these people that love Apple stuff. What if we make this like RIP sticker, but like the Apple light is the eye, the dot in the eye, and we raise money for pank, like cancer research, right? What I didn't realize at the time was that Steve Jobs was kind of a jerk in a lot of ways <laughs> and that not everybody liked him. I didn't know. I was just seeing like, oh, this guy like change the world and he died of cancer. Let's make these stickers and try to do this charity thing. And I thought it would be fun, right? I don't know why I wanted to make like the sticker for your laptop. So we actually got my friend Ivan over and we stayed up for like a few hours. He's a web dude. So we started like, he started making this site. 
it was like I say F you cancer and and then I ordered these stickers online and I made them and then I realized the first set like the apple was in the sticker and I was like why don't we just let the apple be the light because I don't want to like violate any trademarks and then I ordered another batch of stickers <laughs> and the whole thing didn't work at all because well I didn't Did realize at any? the time that uh, well I sold a few to my friends and then we donated the money to cancer research and it was not like a supposed to be a money making thing it was supposed to be a charity thing but it felt good to just do a project you know um, for a long time those stickers sat in my garage so I finally threw them out they're a rarity now but um, it was first of all it was morbid <laughs> Second of all, it's a terrible idea. It's so bad. Um, third of all, there was the whole disliking of Steve Jobs thing that I didn't even think about. Um, but it's funny that it's Steve Jobs because he has this quote that this episode is really all about. And he says, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. And um, that's kind of what we're talking about here today. But that was just a really funny thing. But I tell you what, Trav, I remember being there with Ivan and like doing this thing. And it was the first time I felt like I was actually not just like talking about an idea or it wasn't like the first time I did an idea, but it felt like because maybe it was because it was a physical thing. I felt like I was doing something like I had an idea and I was taking action and I did it. So yeah, I probably lost like 500 bucks on those stickers or something, but the reward of like just taking action and like in one night kind of like bringing a project to life, I was like, Oh yeah, I can just do that. That's like a thing I can do. And it was really empowering. Right. Like the only obstacle was just deciding to do it, not actually having to, to get it done and, and ordering stickers and all that. And it was part I of my give you- journey because I learned that you also need to market things after you create them. <laughs> so I will give you maybe my goofiest example of a thing that I did that 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 hasn't led to anything. Um, I, I'll give you two. One is I thought when I, before I even started Extra Pack of Peanuts, I was like, what do I like? And we're going to talk a lot about this in the workshop, right? Um, what do I like? And, and one of the things I liked was sports. And I like being like part of athletic departments. I thought I wanted to be an athletic director at one point. And I was like, all right, well, what does every athletic department need? They need, they need balls, right? They need footballs, basketballs, soccer balls, tennis balls. And I just learned about this idea of, of like drop shipping. So I was thinking... Well, what if I can like figure out a better way for them to go get all their equipment versus however they did it currently, which I didn't even know how they did it currently. I just assumed they ordered from a magazine. Actually, I knew they ordered some schools ordered from a magazine because I anyway, I, I was had been a teacher. So I remember the teacher being like, oh, we got to pick out basketballs. What basketball do these guys like? And we they order. So I was like, oh, well, couldn't I do this like cheaper and better and, and like whatever? I just figured I would have a, a really great site for people to order sporting equipment, specifically balls. I bought the domain name theballboys.com and <laughs> have not I, I quickly, for whatever reason, decided that 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 the that, that wasn't a good idea as a business. I forget why. But I, I didn't actually realize how dumb of a name it was. Intel well, the name could certainly future. be misconstrued for, for sure. type of website. If you pull up theballboys.com right now, it is a domain that is for sale. So I let the domain lapse when I decide not to do it. It's currently for sale for $24,888. Oh, uh, you could have it. You, I could the have listener. It. And Trav, you could get it back. 
I could get it back. Theballboys.com. A more recent one, and this just goes to show you that even though you have done projects. Uh, so we're talking about like becoming location independent, Jay. This was before I was location independent, theballboys.com. But that is not I got that that thing when you can't stop laughing and then the tears start coming and <laughs> a giggling fit? Yeah. I, and that thing. I got I think... one of those. So Oh man. Okay. okay. You, anyway. You could chalk all that up, right, Jay, <laughs> to, to us being like, oh, we haven't done something successful yet. So we have these goofy things before we hit on our right idea. Well, about a year ago, after we've done multiple businesses that have allowed us to become location independent, I decided it was a good idea to make my own sunglasses. Um, so I got together with three of my best friends from home here, and we decided to start a sunglass company. That sunglass company went as far as incorporating a name and getting prototypes sent to us from China and paying a dude in Serbia $350 for a logo. And that's as far as it went. So if you ever want a good idea for a sunglass company, uh, unfortunately, you cannot use the name Tropticals because that is trademarked <laughs> to me. Um, but, well, not I guess not trademarked. I guess you could. It's not trademarked. But that is, we have an LLC called Tropticals, and uh, it has gone absolutely nowhere. So that's just an example to show you that, listen, you're always going to have ideas, and you can pick stuff, and it doesn't have to be the one thing that fits, right? Like, I did that a year and a half ago. Uh, I finally decided to kill it, although, I mean, I guess it's not dead, but we just haven't done anything to it, so yeah, it's dead. Uh, decided to kill it because it was like, well, this isn't going anywhere, and uh, not really interested in making sunglasses. I'd rather just buy these $15 sunglasses from Amazon that I like, as opposed to be the one who sells sunglasses. Yeah, a tropicals. How do you spell tropicals? It's a little like T R O P T I C A L S, like tropical, but opticals, tropicals, tropicals. Got it. And uh, a little better than theballboys.com, but <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. Maybe maybe naming things isn't my forte. That might not be. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. One could argue. I wouldn't say it's even an argument because it's just a fact that if you're not failing, you're not doing anything. And we've said it time and again on this show, nothing's really a failure unless you're not taking lessons from it and um, learning from it, even things that lose money and all that type of stuff. And let's face it, these kind of gambles, you know, 500 bucks in stickers, 350 bucks and some time on, you know, prototypes and whatnot. They're not big gambles either, but you learn a lot about, and even if you're not learning about business from that example, maybe you learn something about yourself or about working with friends. I mean, there's always something to be gleaned from these experiences and getting past the point where you are not taking action and just doing, sometimes it takes some kind of rush to judgment that it doesn't make sense and maybe it shouldn't. And maybe you just need to do something just to do it. And if you have been stuck for a while, I'm talking to you, the listener, and you just haven't been able to get anything done, and this is you sitting on the sidelines, maybe just do something. Maybe do it just a small thing. I mean, there was a great article that I, I loved. I always go back to I still wanted to do it with you, Trav, or, or somebody over a weekend. I, it was a website called a betterlemonadestand.com, and he had an article that was how to launch a t-shirt company and 
like a weekend or 24 hours or something like that. And it was a great challenge. And he like listed step by step how you could do it. And it's like, wow, you could just spend a weekend and launch a t-shirt company. Maybe you'll sell zero t-shirts, but you'll probably learn a lot and it probably won't cost you that much. I mean, it's just one small example of starting something online that it could be fun and might not take a lot of time, but also will give you a kick in the butt and kind of give you that energy that I was experiencing that was like, hey, I'm just, I'm doing something. This feels good. I'm doing something even if it doesn't work. Is there anyone out there who hasn't had the idea to start their own t-shirt company? I, I feel like every human has a good idea for a t-shirt. We should just curate all those t-shirt ideas and make it like, call it like everybody's t-shirt company. And then we just pick the best ones. Although that's, I, that's I either way, I had a t-shirt company actually I didn't tell you that. This is another thing that I did in grad school. It was called SitTees, C-I-T-E-E-S dot com. And it was going to be super simple. And all it was going to do was say the name of the city, you know, in like that college font that ever, you know, that John Belushi has on Animal House. It was just going to say the name of your city or like the, uh, so for example, Upstate New York. Everyone has pride in upstate, right? In upstate New York, if you're from upstate New York. So it would just say upstate, and it would be, yeah, and it would be different colors based on where you were. So like, oh, if you were, you know, in Syracuse, you'd obviously get the Syracuse, like, orange and, and, and that blue, you know? So like, it would just be where you're from, you know, it's say, like, something like SoCal, but it'd be in like the UCLA Bruins colors, if you like that. So anyway, I was like, this would be great. Just simple, where you're from, either the name of your city with different colors, like it'd say Philly, it'd be green and white, it'd be red and white for the Phillies, like you'd have all these different things. Super, super simple. Um, and I also thought it'd be cool if you did them in camo and you gave them to people in the armed forces because then it was like a piece of home like that they wear under their uniform. Anyway, uh, cities. Also, another idea that is by the wayside. But what I, so so those are some examples Jay of of stuff that we've done that that hasn't worked. Now that I, trap, it, I still think of t-shirt ideas. I still want to have a t-shirt company and not sell so, any. <laughs> yes. I well, mean, you know why, what's I, fun about Location Indie is uh, you've come up with some brilliant t-shirt ideas. We get to make fun t-shirts for all of our events and for our community. So we get to make the t-shirts and have fun with it. We just don't have a t-shirt shop, so they're like kind of yeah. Right, right without it being like this is the thing yeah, without it being the thing that you need to do, you, oh, you need to sell X amount of t-shirts. It's also way simpler now to have a t-shirt company because you can print on demand. Anyway, we're getting we're getting off track here, but I think all that is to say is that the ideas that you have, you it doesn't have to be perfect. It's not going to be perfect, and it's going to lead you a lot of different ways. That is not to say that the idea that you start now isn't going to also take off. Like we gave you a bunch of examples that for us were, I guess. We would say if it was going to be a hit or a miss, it'd be a miss, but we already talked about why it has validity anyway and, and how it's helped us. But, Jay, my first real shot at online business and location-independent business that I really took seriously was Extra Pack of Peanuts, and that then led me to start a podcast, led us to meet, led us to start Location Indie, led us to start the Paradise Pack. So... It, it certainly can be the thing that spurs stuff on. I just don't want people to put pressure on themselves that it has to be the end all and be all. And so I want to give my little story. You can give your little story, just nutshell version. 
of kind of, we touched on some of the goofy ideas that we had, but some of the bigger things that we took, the steps that we took that then led us to right now, this idea, and you're still laughing, apparently. You guys can't hear it because he put his microphone down, but he's cracking up over there. Um, so Jay, 10 years ago, I was a high school teacher, right? I knew I didn't want to do that forever. So I decided, all right, I'm going to do something different that led me to go into grad school. That led me to then driving baseballs around Switzerland, working for the International Baseball Federation, that, which then led to the ball, the ill-fated ballboys.com, uh, which then led me to then go teach English in Japan, right? So all these are like these steps away from a regular career, but still not in their location independent realm and still certainly not in any type of realm of what we're doing now. So I went, I taught English in Japan, Okay. Uh, or before I taught English in Japan, I should say I went and sold vacuum cleaners door to door. You, Some of you may have heard of that story. But that was like my first foray into working for myself. It did not go so well, but it wasn't someone like it wasn't going to a nine to five job or, or teaching. Then I taught English in Japan. That led me to start Extra Pack of Peanuts when I was there. Obviously, that blog then turned into the blog and the podcast that turned into Location Indie. That turned into Paradise Pack and and everything that we do now. So it, it's all to show you that like nothing in that really, Jay, is linear, right? There's a thread that winds it all around if I tell the story because I know what that thread is. Oh, because I went to Japan, it spurred me on to start my own thing because I realized I didn't want to teach, but I also wanted to travel, right? So there's the thread. That's That was the motivation. But if someone just looked at it from the outside, they would never be able to say, Oh yeah, I'm going to follow that career path. He's going to go from high school teacher to grad school to driving baseballs around on lot or, or driving baseballs around to then selling vacuum cleaners to moving to Japan to starting his own business. Everyone's going to be different, but all that is to say is hopefully that you know you've taken different paths too. So if you Jay, the person listening, has, but all of that has like when you look at it from a big scope, will have built on itself in some way, form, or fashion. I mean, if, you know, you could, you could, you could break it down any way you want. You could look at it and say, oh, well, like, practically speaking, here's the things I learned from these, and this is what got me further down the path. But you could also take the approach of the mystic, right? And be like, well, this is serendipity and fate, and these things lead one thing leads to the next. I mean, there's lots of ways to look at it, but the fact is it does. And I think being so the, the key throughout that is kind of being self-aware enough in the moment to like make the next move, right? Even if that next move is not going to be successful, it's not only being self-aware and understanding, Hey, I want to do something different, but then taking some kind of action, even if it might not be the end all be all action, like you said, and realizing that each decision isn't going to pigeonhole you into that for life. Like I didn't say, oh, well, if I start selling vacuums, I'm going to have to do it forever. If I move to Japan, I'm going to have to live in Japan forever. Those are big decisions, but I knew that that I could change that. You know, Those are bigger decisions than starting a t-shirt company, right? Or printing stickers. But I knew I could change it. And yet when we're forced to make a decision of what we want to start to become location independent, so many people don't even start because they think it's like it has to be perfect. And it certainly does not. And I mean, I think overall, one of the threads that would run through your nonlinear journey is, and this would be true for mine, I would say too, is following your curiosity and your interests, right? You were interested in sports. You explored that path. You got interested in some other things. Of course, everybody has their 
selling vacuum cleaners door to door moments and jobs and things like that in between. That doesn't mean like, oh, you just always follow your curiosity and your passion and like you do fun things all the time and everything works out. I mean, everybody knows that's not the way life works all the time. But if you're generally following your curiosity and your interests, I do believe that things work out and it's easier to connect the dots backwards and look at them and be really happy with your choices because all along you were having fun and you were following things that you were interested in. Just to go back to what I said before, I wanted to clarify this as we got into the the whole t-shirt rant and stuff like that. It sounds like terrible business advice to say, hey, just start something this weekend, even if you're going to waste money and it's not going to work. And that's true. It is terrible business advice, but I still stand behind it for the person that has been stuck and is not risking a lot. I wouldn't say, hey, go just take $20,000 and open up a store and see what happens. You know, that's, that's not a good idea. We're talking about small things just to get started. And, and also on a larger scale, what we're talking about now, forget the little ideas and the things, but even if it's a bigger thing that you want to pursue, just going after it and seeing where it leads, I think can't hurt. And like for me, Trav, the interest was traveling I started getting into touring and then that led to like music touring, which led to me trying to figure out how to get off the road because I wanted to control more of my time, which led to like a regular job that was still a fun job. But during the interview, <laughs> the vice president of the company said, Jason, I got to tell you, looking at your resume, it's like you never had a real job in your whole life. This is when I walked into his office is the first thing he said to me <laughs> because he's looking at a list of jobs that I did that were all like fun touring jobs and he didn't understand where the value was. But little did he know, I had so much experience in ways that other people in the office didn't because I deal with so many different things being a tour manager and that's a whole other conversation. So my, I was, It's actually this conversation we're talking about your nonlinear journey. So it is this conversation. You're a tour manager. Then you went and sold alcohol as your real... I love that that was your real job, though. Selling alcohol to bars and restaurants was Jason's professional job there. Yeah. So that guy who's like, looks like you haven't had a real job, then hires you in the next day. You're out taking flights of tequila at 9 a.m. because that's a real job. (laughs) You nailed it. (laughs) But uh, when I resigned from there, uh, I went to that same person's office the vp and he started telling me a story about how when he was younger him and his buddies wanted to do this entrepreneurial thing and he was living up in the mountains and he had this like far away look at one point he was like i'll, I'll never really know how that worked out i always wondered how that would work out so he's basically supporting my decision and sharing his per- story in a personal way which was very nice and also very there was a lot of vulnerability in that moment even though maybe he didn't see it the same way but i think maybe he did i know chris is counting us down because we're about to buzz out right now um but all this travel and these nonsense jobs as he would say uh I didn't know where they would lead. I mean, how, how could being nomadic and going from contract to contract ever really lead to anything? Because I thought, I'm just having fun and I'm not really building a career here because this is as high as I can go in the touring career ladder. I'm a tour manager. I manage the tours. There's nowhere else to go. I could go into the office. That's like the next step. And I got offered those gigs, but I didn't want to. One time I got offered an office gig and I was like, 
well, this would be a really good job. I would move to St. Louis. I would be like in the office high up. This is like about five years in my touring career. But I'm like, but then I wouldn't be able to go to, I have this trip planned to Thailand. I wouldn't be able to go, even though it was just like a month long trip. And I was just like, it's not me. I don't want to go into the office. I just don't want to do it. And then I kept traveling for like another five years after that or whatever. Um, Led you to then, when you did get off the road in the touring thing, your first foray into location independent business really for yourself was then basically setting up an eBay or a marketplace for those tour vehicles that you had used, right? Like the Meow Mixbo Beal and stuff like that. The very first thing that got me location independent was doing the business consulting for my buddy who ran an event staff sure. company. So it was B2B sales. And then I started this website for the event industry around there. But at the time... And I've said this before, like events are so time centric and like it's like lo- certain location is a certain time. It's like the opposite of being location independent. And I thought, well, what am I going to, how is all this event experience and touring going to lead to anything location independent? But it turns out in any business, you build relationships and in any business, there's ways to just work online and do things from anywhere. And once I set that intention, all of that kind of fell into place and I saw some paths and some potential paths and how I could do that. But if I hadn't built up those relationships over 10 years in that industry, I never would have been able to jump into a business development job and start, you know, as a freelancer and start making an impact right away and like basically making it a longer term gig. I never would have launched my own company there. And then I never would have had all the travel experience I had to launch zero to travel and just get really passionate about sharing travel with people and then start the podcast and meet you and all that stuff. So there we go. Connecting the dots backwards. Someone has to sell the Meow Mix mobile. Someone has to drive the giant cat mobile around the country and sell Meow Mix cat food. Somebody has to peddle Zyrtec allergy medication at zoos to families and their children because there are a lot of allergies out there. Somebody had to drive the A1 steak sauce mobile and grill states in Publix parking lots in Florida. Somebody... I can go on and on. So someone had to run tractor. What was it? Lawnmower races in the parking lots of Walmart. Somebody had to run lawnmower races for kids for charity in in Kmart parking lots. Somebody had to do that. Somebody had to set up an outdoor movie theater at college campuses across the country and display cars uh, for Volkswagens. People had to do these things. People had to do these jobs. And that person was you. And it's led you here. And so I think if you guys are listening to, as we were saying- Just a sampling of my random jobs there. One of the things that I do want to make clear too, we're talking about all these things and saying- Somebody had to sweep up trash in Epcot Center in Florida. Sorry for some- A a lot of somebodies have to do that. That's like, that's a lot of people doing that. Um, We- will in the workshop focus on helping you pick when we say the right idea again not the one that you may do forever but pick one that you think has a legit shot of rocking and rolling right from the bat because obviously we do want you to have more extra pack of peanuts zero to travel location indie paradise pack success stories than the ball boys and uh uh fu cancer or whatever it was or we want you to have more successes than than misses. Um, so we do walk. Do I gotta give I gotta give Trav props though because he has a. You should check it out. He has a flight sharing like a flight deals app called Jetto. It's a really good name and it's a catchy brand. So I just wanted to 
give you a shout out there. There you go. So we want to have more success stories than 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 fail. I don't want to even call them failures, just misses. Um, and we will walk you through that step in the workshop. You can get that locationindy.com slash workshop. Don't forget, we are opening Location Indie community September 23rd through September 27th, 2019. So you can join by going to locationindie.com. If you're on the email list, you're going to be getting emails about how to uh, join that. And uh, yeah, Jay, I just wanted to make it abundantly clear to people that it will be a nonlinear journey. You should not be afraid to get started, even though we understand why you are, because we were too. And there are going to be times that you start stuff that it doesn't work out the way you want, and that's totally okay. It's about giving yourself permission and kind of lifting that weight off your shoulders of having to be perfect and saying, look at the silly stuff we've done. And then look at the stuff that we've done that that wasn't silly, that that kind of work, but then was a building block to something even bigger. You're going to have that same, or you're going to have that same, not the same story, but you're going to have the same things show up in your life, even though we're all writing different stories. So, And if you have $23,000 laying around, there's a great domain out there with your name on it. The Thank you guys for listening. Thanks. Cheers. Cheers.